1: Tom Bernard Show with Dave Schrader,
0: Catherine Brandt,
1: Andy Brandt-Bernard,
0: Cassie Schrader.
1: We will be right back, kick things off, life is grand, I have three huge holes in my stomach, but other than that, everything's good.
0: They've been all stitched up, you're exaggerating.
1: Exactly. (laughs) I went out to Nutramost and saw Allie, I thought she was going to vomit. Said, well, let's see your scars So I showed her She's like She literally teared up
0: Why do people want to look at stuff If it upsets them? <laughs> I don't know But she's
1: she she did a great job At not breaking down completely oh, I'm
0: glad I'm glad you didn't gross her out too bad
1: <laughs> You mean like I do you? Is that what we're saying? We'll be right back Oh, somebody's coming through uh, there No, Tevin really? The, late, on huh? Tebbing time <laughs> You know how black people are, man We'll be right back. Tevin has just gotten here as well.
2: art Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who've been hurt. Then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company, and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap.
1: Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys makes them very uncomfortable they get nervous about it what should i do i've known michael for years and years now and i would
2: Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group,
3: com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... That's really nice. Very professionally
1: (laughs) delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com.
4: I just want to hang around the Bernard family Christmas tree to listen to you (laughs) too.
1: Catherine, you see that? You see that list right there?
0: I can see red. A lot of missed
1: calls. Yes. All... Those calls are from real estate agents.
0: Oh, because oh. our listing expired?
1: Yeah, thank God. Uh, I'm not selling the house. Forget it. We're
5: out. <laughs> oh, well, all right then. All right, then what?
0: Well,
6: No we longer
5: will. selling the place. All right. Uh, I, don't, I never did want to sell to, the place. Well, no,
7: yeah, I'm waiting
0: not. for a, an uptick in
5: the market. <clears throat> yeah, an uptick by about 80%. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, honestly,
1: I, I talked to a guy last week. He's buying a house for $1.5 million and it was built for $4.5 million.
0: Somebody's
1: taking a $3 million shot right in the nuts. Those are the Uh. kind
0: of uh, meetings that are very hard to tell people. (laughs) Yeah, for real. I mean, we can keep it on the market for four, you know, five, six years for a million, or do you want to sell it? Right. And then they look at you like you're a horrible human being.
4: But, Catherine, there's all these signs. On the side of the road, big yellow corrugated cardboard yeah. that says "We'll pay top dollar for your house." You yeah. damn, damn right! Why can't I yep. just sell it to them for the four point five million and leave it up to them to they figure? They don't it.
0: usually venture into those what? price points. <laughs> <laughs>
5: top dollar with a maximum of ten thousand?
4: They're hoping what? for
0: something they can uh, gut, put a new kitchen in, some yes, new carpet, absolutely. And run out the door.
1: You know, damn right. Yeah, there's no k- doubt about it.
5: Tim,
7: Timmy
6: hey. Speaking of running, am I, the, I the only one who uh, caught the mule over the weekend?
1: I love the mule. I haven't not seen it, but I want to see it.
0: I, he- I I read somewhere that they were saying that it wasn't good.
4: <laughs> uh, you,
6: well, uh, well, I heard you know, it's as I good had, as the uh,
4: old Mary Poppins. Yes.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I posted my mini review on Facebook, and a lot of KQ listeners reached out, and either they were going or they had seen it already, and the consensus was. They thought it was great. It's one of
5: those critics didn't really like it, but audience did. Well, critics didn't like, I mean, if it wasn't Clint Eastwood, it probably would have another 10, 20 percent from critics because they just hate it. Well,
6: there's some truth to that because, yeah, because of his his conservative leaning job. Yep, ever since he got
5: really political.
0: Lucky me, I didn't know that he had any leanings whatsoever. I like that in an actor.
6: Yeah, and and he never, yeah, he did speak at a convention, right? Oh, I don't know. remember. Yeah, the, the, the empty chair yep. deal. but apart from that, he really hasn't been. Uh, I don't know. Has he been preachy at all? I I, no. I don't know. I don't
0: think so. But like I said, what do I know? I don't pay attention to what they're.
5: Yeah, really, I don't have any idea what he says. Hollering about. Why I did. Would see I? And and
6: he <coughs> identifies himself as a libertarian too. I mean, he's not. Yeah, he does. You yeah. know. He's kind of in the middle, is weird, the way I've always seen it. So, and then he stayed out of everything. So, but oh. some people interpret that as he's conservative, and uh, so whatever. Yeah, like,
5: this guy is mad that the movie doesn't have a view on drugs, like a political leaning oh, on God, drugs. everything has to be political, doesn't it? Yep, it has to tell uh, you how drugs are good or drugs are bad, or it can't just be about something it Do
0: has to have a moral tire of themselves is what i'd like to know you would
6: think the frightening and then believe me these cartel members that are portrayed it's frightening man. oh yeah and, and actually oh, yeah. the one that comes off the best believe it or not he's the guy at the top um and there's a twist with his character is the kingpin himself played by andy garcia now maybe because andy garcia is just so likable anyway but yeah. it's kind of weird he is a, they don't play him as vicious I guess in a, it, there may be one scene where they do, but, um, yeah, it's all the folks that are under him that want to see a change in the operation that are, like, you don't, you don't want to mess with these
1: people. Mm-hmm. You know, I will tell you this. The, the, I know people that own property down in Cabo. Mm-hmm. Those people tell me they're, you know, they're Mexicans. They're Mexican people. They say they're not as happy. Because Cabo's not anywhere near as safe as it used to be. And you know why it's not as safe as it used to be?
7: Mm.
1: Because they don't have El Chapo protecting them anymore. He did not allow violence in his city, and therefore you didn't get violent or do any crime in his city. And now that he's gone, there's nobody to stop it. I Hmm. love it.
0: No crime in my city. <laughs>
7: All
4: right. yeah. Do it in your Not city. In my
7: backyard.
4: I'll do it in your city. Well, that was kind of the whole thing well, with Vlad the Impaler, right? I mean, was, everybody yeah. talks about what a horrible guy he was. Really, he just laid down the law, and he said, "When you come into my country, you you act this way and you treat me." Or more with
6: recently, respects. or more recently, Saddam Hussein, right? Who? <laughs> Saddam Hussein. Yeah, who exactly, but didn't things really, I mean, they were bad before, but didn't they really go to hell in the handbasket after he yes. was removed?
7: you
1: have to
5: have somebody
6: so, in control.
5: You absolutely do.
1: Yeah, no so, getting around
6: not to it. say that it was, you know, it, it's... Yeah. He
5: wasn't a great guy, but he was better than nothing.
6: No. I guess. So, so
0: was the Mule produced by Clint and written and produced, all that? Produced,
6: directed... Yeah. And starring, and I was very sad watching the movie though because he plays a ninety-year-old man. He's eighty-eight, so he's very frail looking. It's a a big stretch. You could could argue that, yeah, you could argue that it's part of the character, and maybe maybe it is to an extent because I did notice. Maybe because of the position he was in, because obviously he falls into financial dire straits, in, in you know, financially. But once he gets money, I guess maybe his confidence level or whatever rises or whatever. So he didn't seem as frail as the movie went along. But again, it's the sort of role he's playing it because he's that. I mean, he's almost ninety. So yeah. I just think this is the end for him. Um, there are there's not a lot of him and Bradley Cooper together which in a way I kind of like. You you, you know that their paths are going to collide at some point because Cooper is a, a, a DEA, an FBI guy, and he's hunting him down. But so eventually they do meet, and you get the sense that he's passing the torch in a way to this new generation, this new guy, who by all indications with A Star is Born is going to be a great actor slash director like Clint was. So that's kind of the feeling I got. This is his movie to pass the torch to Bradley. And you can just tell that there's respect between those two guys. And And I think he's a great choice to pass the torch to. That's cool.
1: No, I think that's absolutely right. I cannot wait. To, I heard it's too long. That's the only part of it I heard. The, the only criticism uh, you was know, just it's too just
6: long. Under, it's just under two hours. I will tell you, um, so bad. the one person that wasn't too high on it was my wife <laughs> she said no i'll take bohemian rhapsody any day over this yeah. um but she seemed to be engaged and she didn't wasn't falling asleep or anything like that but it just i, I think it, it did kind of feel long to her yeah. um but you know that's that's clint's thing though i mean I, I, you know look it's it's about this drug mule who's it actually takes place in illinois from, he, he transported cocaine from uh, Peoria to Chicago. And to me, it felt like it got more and more intense with each run. Okay, the first one, okay, and he makes a little bit of money. The, guy, the reason that the guy does it is he caught the attention of somebody because he said, I've never had a traffic ticket. Plus, let's be honest, who's going to suspect an 88- or 90-year-old guy of transporting cocaine? Right. So they come to depend on him more, so each – run that he makes as a mule to me gets more intense because it's like okay this is at some point something's going to go wrong something's not going to end well and so so to me it was one of these slow burn sort of things where the intensity just kind of started bubbling and and got more and more intense as the movie went along so that's kind of the way I look at it so i mean you could look at it as uh, yeah it's slow but just Clint has always been the sort of guy to take his time to develop that story and develop that sort of intensity and stuff. And uh, that's what I loved about it. I mean, he he shows his ability as a director, a great director with this film.
5: I don't know how, like, if they've changed the reality of it or anything like that, because it's based on a real guy. Yeah, um, right. I was thinking, like, you know, he's transporting cocaine, you know, he's got a brick under his seat or something, but... No, this guy had 200 kilos in the back of his pickup. But other than that, uh, making run. about $2 million per trip. So, yeah, he was making pretty good money in real life. they hiring? I'm in yeah, the well, job, you yeah. know, and that, and that,
6: that's part of the story, too, because he, 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 he actually starts the movie in a good place because he grew this special sort of flower. He was a hortic- yeah. horticulturalist. And then the internet basically ruined that business, at least his business. Um, and you know, plus probably because he was, el- you know, elderly at that point. Um, but he had this old beater pickup, and when he rolls into this garage where the cartel is going to give him his stash for that first run, they said, "Well, what are we going to do? We're going to cut something under the seat, or we're going to cut the cab." It's like you're not going to cut anything, you know. And so he was kind of belligerent, even though his pickup was a piece of crap. Um, and so he just says, "Just throw it in the back." So that's how that came nope. about. And and again, I think he's nobody would have suspected this guy had they pulled him over of being a drug runner. Right. I mean, so he had that 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 um, that sort of cover going for him. But uh, yeah, I definitely see it. I, I again, you know, we talked about this last week, Tom, on KQ about how, is there something wrong with this movie? What's going on? And, you know, right now, like you say, there are some people that don't like it, but, boy, the the, the, the viewers certainly do. And we went to a 4 o'clock showing on Saturday, and it was a nice day out, not to say that you're going to go out in the sun or anything like that, but you could be outdoors. There were a lot of people there on a Saturday afternoon oh, to see this film. I really want to see so it. So that was a good yeah. sign. Did and, it include you know, so,
5: his... Uh... The plea in court about the papayas?
6: There's something to do with. Uh, I, well, I don't I'm want to spoil if it if it's in
5: the movie, but yeah, he yeah, Yeah, I
6: don't, he I don't wanna, yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk about it.
5: Because he was a. You know, crazy you can find man. out
6: basically the ending of this movie if you go. It's a New York Times story. <clears throat> yeah. And actually, with my little thing of, of the um, review, I did post a link to it. It's a very, very long article. So it really gave them a lot of uh, substance to go on when they came up with the idea for the film. Um, and it also tells you what happens after what happens in the movie, which is we didn't even get that in, in uh, Epilogue, which I hmm. thought was sort of strange. Uh, they gave you a little bit of uh, idea of what happened, but they didn't give you the full story. So I would suggest see the movie first, then go read the article. And, again, take your time because it's, it's a long article. You're going to need time to, to get through it, but uh, you know, it, it, it's Eastwood. It was a movie that was out there for him and gave him an opportunity to, to act again because we really thought after, well, was it, it was a move, baseball movie with, with Justin Timberlake, his last one, but then before that it was Gran Torino. I mean, we knew that mm-hmm. his days were pretty much done as an actor. He even said at certain points, unofficially, that he was done, but a role for a 90-year-old guy, he's almost 90, you know, yeah. he, he took the opportunity to do it. And, and he's great. He's such a great actor, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to just be surprised how much he still has in the tank as far as an actor is concerned. Boy, he, he's really great.
1: So what did Pauline Kale, I mean Colin
6: Covert, say about it? <laughs> you no, know, I, I haven't heard.
1: I haven't heard. Yeah, I still love the fact that he stole other people's comments and his last name is Covert rather an interesting way to live your life but um i uh, there are two movies that i watched over the weekend i am telling you do not watch these movies they're great movies but don't watch them
5: okay
1: number one was four and a half hours of atlas shrugged Four Four and and a half sounds terrible (laughs) but the worst Mm -hmm. was 1984 which is a great book and a great movie, but at the beginning of the movie, there are people in an auditorium booing a guy up on the screen. It's just a, a, a video of a guy on a screen, and oh, the, they're booing uh, the hell out of two him.
5: Two minutes hate?
1: Yeah. And the guy says, I really apologize for all my underhanded dealings and the sex I had with prostitutes. It's like what we're going through today. It's exactly yeah. <laughs> the same thing. Nothing ever changes. These people have been doing Mm. this for years and they're going to do it for many more years. Politicians are filthy. They just
5: are. Yeah, whenever someone is like, finally, someone that we can trust, it's like, okay. <laughs> no, no, you can't. <laughs> sure.
1: Uh, there's no doubt about it. It's just too bad. It, it, it Seriously, it depressed the hell out of me to watch those. You know, I'm telling you, Ayn Rand predicted it. She predicted everything uh, that's happening. It's mm-hmm. just frightening.
2: I know. I love Atlas Shrug and the whole story. And, yeah, when you compare it to today, it's like, oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> it's like
1: right on the money.
2: I know.
6: I hate Ayn You know, Anne there's a Rand movie God. out there She's about crazy. Ayn Rand.
0: There's oh, yeah, there a is a movie yeah. out there, yeah, there about is. her
6: that's about 10, 15 years old, starring Helen Mirren as oh, Ayn Rand, her. if you ever get a chance. And uh, and, and uh, Eric Stoltz, I believe, is in it. Eric Stoltz, well. what happened to him? I don't so know. He had the mask. The Passion face, of Ayn, Ayn Rand, it's called. So you just kind of get a little idea of her life behind uh, behind it all. All right. You know, so.
1: So, no doubt yeah. about it. All right, we'll, we'll take a very, very quick break. We're going to be back in a couple of minutes. Uh, we're going to talk about any, any new movie. Well, I think Dave already kind of mentioned, in a way, Mary Poppins. That, that opens Friday, or
6: does it open Wednesday? It opens Wednesday. I can talk about it because I've seen it uh, already. So,
1: yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski easier to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called Xcheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? All that stuff.
3: It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android Store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner, check if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course when you don't have cash you can use the app the payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day
1: this is tom why not bank with my banker and x-check
3: i'm going to get it today
1: check out nabankco.com slash kq for more about x-check north american banking company a better banking experience member fdic and equal housing lender 855- five five four twenty twenty and please tell him Tom sent you There we go I assume that was one of the two people look that, because that's why I said here's the edit well we can't well I don't give f- up <laughs> <laughs> I can I can plead drugs even though I'm not <laughs> on drugs mm. But other than that, one day, honestly, I was on the drugs. One day, they made me so sick, and they they make me insane. Which yeah, drugs? Yeah. They do. They do. They make me I, insane. I it's concur. weird. I could never <laughs> oh, do
7: fentanyl.
5: I would oh. kill someone. Oh, you're talking about Viking? Yeah. He yeah. went from A lot of oh people my
0: get really God, sick. I feel yeah. so amazing. I just, it feels so great. I can understand why these are such dangerous drugs. Oh my That's God. That's not what two, I said two, at two. all. No, it's exactly what you said. I did not <laughs> say First I understand these I'm are dangerous drugs. Not on drugs, drugs. <laughs> listening to you on drugs. Who might be right? Not on drugs. Right?
1: You're never right.
0: <laughs> You went from that to flipping a switch to, oh, I hate the world. Oh,
7: so just it normal.
0: Was, it makes yeah. oh. <laughs> well, So I, I no, I, no I, longer I'm on drugs.
5: You
4: outside uh, all the
5: important and documents. I he he live with you. <laughs> Some people, uh, they get really motion sick when they're on it. I do.
1: I yeah. get really motion sick. I get sicker than hell. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I did two because you made me take another one. Was your they, fault. In the hospital, they're like, take <laughs> the drugs,
0: take the drugs, take the of the pain. <laughs> take them, take them. This wasn't even
1: painful. Mm -hmm. kind of sugar tits (laughs) I said God just because they stab you do you guys want to see it? (laughs) <laughs>
4: <You're> absolutely <laughs> not.
1: Come on, it's just three huge gouges in my stomach. I'll ah. take
0: some photos mm. and post them online for oh. all to peruse. Thank mm. you
1: so much, because every human being I've run into in the last couple of days—hey, nice Burt Reynolds picture. <laughs> I haven't even that
5: seen it. What the awesome. hell did you post? <laughs> awesome. you on the <laughs> bed. I, I don't eyes. know what it is. You don't remember it? Looks
1: I remember like Burt doing Reynolds it. wearing a oh, no, You weren't even on
0: drugs at that point. No, I remember you.
1: Pull, 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 yeah. you I didn't know you took a picture of me. Though. I, yeah. Well, if that's just how, how you're you naturally laying,
4: then we have other things to address. If that's just your natural yeah. state, you're yeah.
0: like, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm taking some photos to post pe- I think people should, love this stuff. You should take a
4: picture
1: of my sack right now because it doesn't I look like a phallus at all. That, no. It's about the size of a basketball. Here,
0: Tom. Mm. Okay. Can
1: we can we vote on that? We, uh, all, all against? <laughs> Nay's uh,
7: have
0: it.
4: Yep. Oh my God, that is pretty good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's going on in the Tom Bernard calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Bernard. Like calendar. Calendar.
5: Wait till
6: we get to
4: Tim Lammer's month, though. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Laugh
6: it up, Kevin. As I get a month? You're welcome. I get a month in the
1: calendar? You awesome. do. Yes, you do. You get yeah. an entire month on the calendar. So, who's our caller, Andy? Let's find out. Hello, caller. Oh, Tom. Oh, thank God it is you. Did you hear me? what I said? When they said there's a caller? Yes.
5: Yep, <laughs> I, I knew it had to be you
1: or Wendy. I, I figured think. it was probably Joe. <laughs> I,
5: give up. I think it's identified him <laughs> as Google before, and I don't know why. You know what Google stands yeah, short no. for?
1: Um, Googleplex. No, it's short for. Come on, a number that has infinite zeros behind it.
5: That's a Googleplex, and it has is it
1: Googleplex. Is that what it is?
5: Yeah, it's great. Googleplex. And I don't think it has. Think. It doesn't have infinite. It has <laughs> nailed it. Uh, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> It has a ten to the one hundredth power amount of zeros. So infinite pretty much. Basically essentially infinite, yeah. There is That's a Google. No number of anything like that's far more than the amount of atoms in the universe. So Bra- yes bring the booze truck right back this way. Just back it right in.
7: That's not annoying.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> That's Joe, the what forklift the
4: forklift to lift your sack for your right home. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. The right home. Put put your scrotum on the forklift. So Joe, what's the
6: latest? I'm just wondering, can Timmy hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Joe. I'm going. Can Joe hear me? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Huh? Uh, can you <laughs> yeah. hear me? Yes, Smooth I can as silk. Smooth um, as but as can soul. you hear me? <laughs> <stuff. laughs> <laughs>
1: Let me say this again. I'll be a <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, editing. No, it's just one little edit, no big deal. Go ahead, go ahead.
3: I'll be coming home Thursday morning,
1: and then I'm going to see Bumblebee on Thursday evening with my parents. You gonna see a can of tuna?
4: No, the Transformers movie.
5: Bumblebee. <laughs> oh, it's called Bumblebee. A can of tuna? Oh,
1: bumblebee tuna. That's the only thing I know about bumblebees. So you're going? Where is that showing? Um, I think AMC 16 in Nevergrove Heights. Oh, in Nevergrove, okay. All right, that's the ticket. So are you coming home? You'll be home for Christmas. What do you think of that scene? I better
7: singing?
1: believe it. All right, pal. What do you, what do you think? You, I, seriously, honest to God, this picture that Catherine took of me with the with the Burt Reynolds, every person I've run into has brought it up. <laughs> and then the other thing they brought up is that's Bob right, Sansevier right. saying that just because there's a sidewalk in front of your house doesn't mean you have to shovel it. Yes, it, yeah, does. it does. Yes, it certainly does. You have to shovel your walk. You pill. Mm-hmm. Well, he lives on a farm. How I'm, the hell would he? I'm know?
0: surprised that's still a thing.
5: Shoveling. Yeah. Well, the only
1: reason you don't you feel out.
0: like it, why should you have to? Right. I mean, you don't have to do anything. Anymore.
5: Because if you get sued, yeah. Because then someone can say, "Oh, he didn't shovel his walk well Slam enough, the and city. it made me." Well, <laughs> the city doesn't want to. They want to get paid. They don't want to pay. No, they're not going to cough up any dough for anything. So, Believe me, that's a fact. Yeah. All right. So
1: in
6: any I'm case, I'm kind of Bob on that. If that's if that's
1: public property, it's not public. Why rent? are we responsible?
5: Well, it is public property, but you're still responsible for it. Yep, it's stupid. The reason it even came up is the head of
1: the Minneapolis City Council got, I think, 17 citations for not shoveling her walk last year. Whoa. Love it. Mm. The head of the City Council. Yeah, huh, that's nice. really nice. That's, it, great leadership, <clears throat> right there, huh? I tell you, that city is so screwed. You see Arby's left now, right? The last fast food joint downtown Minneapolis left town. What? Fast food won't have anything to do with Minneapolis Why anymore. Why is that? Because, because of does, $15 uh, an hour minimum wage. They can't well, afford yeah. to pay that. Why
0: don't they put in little computers?
1: And rent downtown. Can yeah. you imagine trying to play rent downtown and 15 bucks an hour for everybody who walks in the door? There's no way you can afford that. That's These people weird. have never done business in their lives and they're... No. morons, especially at Jacob Fry. He's a little tiny moron.
7: Uh-oh. Mm.
0: I wonder why politicians won't come on the show. I wonder why. Welcome to the
4: moment inside Tom's head. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> we know that.
1: It's not good. Yeah, here we go. Lisa Bender. Yeah, Lisa Bender. That, how many ti- How many
5: tickets did she get? Uh, Let's see here. No, 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 no. I see seven complaints. <laughs> So people were complaining about her,
0: and she just didn't care.
5: Oh my God! And you of course, have to do
0: anything anymore.
5: She blamed the fact that people are people noticed it on sexism because it's a woman. So obviously, of
7: course well, uh, she did. Oh my God! Of
5: course she didn't have like a twelve-year-old neighbor that she could just pay ten bucks to shovel sure, her to shovel know, your
0: walk. A Like kid a woman would love can't to do it. shovel a walk. What?
5: Yeah, she said.
0: Is she elderly? Yeah, she basically literally
5: said it's only news because it's a woman. And men don't, you know, they're the ones who went after her. My favorite. Misogynistic. My favorite
1: of all time was Guy and Greg Laurent were shoveling walks in North Minneapolis. And there was an elderly couple, and they both had tremors. Yeah. So they walked up and knocked on the door and said, Would you want your walk (laughs) shovel? And the man's head, because of the condition, moved up and down, but the wives moved side to side. So
5: I couldn't tell if it saying yes or no.
1: I will never. They're like.
0: Can I get that in writing?
1: (laughs) Yeah, Is it yes or no? What is it?
0: Thumbs up for yes,
1: down for no. No, it's, uh, yeah, Arby's left downtown Minneapolis now. That's the last fast food place. People. Businesses are fleeing that city because they will not maintain law and order. They just won't do it. And you're destroying a wonderful city. I love oh, downtown she, Minneapolis.
5: She's also rezoning a lot of the city to multifamily because, oh, yeah. of course, she is.
1: What used to be single-family dwellings only? she's Jesus, Joe. Joe, what, do you crash the Fords for him now, or what do you do? There's <laughs> an explosion. Oh, I'm trying
3: to find a quiet place. <laughs> I don't think boy, I'm look at the see. time. <laughs>
4: yeah. We'd but, love to stay in Schmooze. Trying to find a quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> but let me go through every noisy place first so that you can really enjoy the quiet, quiet. Enjoy the
1: quiet. <laughs> well, well, can we mute him until he finds plans, that so.
4: quiet
0: place? Yeah.
1: Wow. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah, let's just Oh, somebody alerted the there.
1: city of Minneapolis I've been bad on. No, I do. I love the city of Minneapolis and you're destroying my city and it makes me very angry. Mm. And the only reason you're doing it is to get voted for. That's the only reason oh, you're doing yeah. it. Well, and that's what voters knows. want then
0: that's what they're going to get. Disgusting. Right?
1: Disgusting what we do in this country. Well, uh, every other country in the world's worse, though. So what does that
5: tell you? The problem is people aren't smart enough to. They'll vote for their own interests, even if it means yep. ten years down the line. I know they, you know, they lose everything. As I said before,
1: Joe, when I was ten years old, I would walk from Plymouth and Broad and Bryan, excuse me, Plymouth and Bryan, downtown Minneapolis to go to a movie and walk back home, and nobody ever bothered me ever. I don't think <laughs> well, I'd do I do that today. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I was eight years old. I used to go to walk from the east side over by Suburban Avenue. Right. Drove downtown, park around at the Science Museum for an hour or two, then head home over in Frogtown.
1: Isn't no that problems. Uh, No problems. It, it's just sad. It's sad what we've done as a society. Because you let everybody get away with whatever they want to get away with, which means it's going to get worse and worse and worse. It's too bad. I'm it's unfortunate. All. all right, Timmy, what else you got?
6: Well, uh, like I was saying, well, Joe was mentioning Bumblebee. It's a big week uh, for movies opening. You have that, and you have Mary Poppins Returns, which is Ooh. Wednesday. Actually, they're going to get. It's going to be the probably the number one movie. Although Aquaman's going to give it a run for its money too, because Aquaman run, opens on Friday.
3: So, I will know, lay you odds, perfect.
4: Aquaman beats Mary Poppins Returns. Really? Yeah, it's you a superhero so? movie. That well, yeah, because I think this is going to be the first superhero movie most moms are going to take their kids to.
6: <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah. of because of Momoa. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he's a big dude, uh, and my wife is talking about how hot he is, and uh, you know everybody. Yeah, she I was think, talking uh, about right. you. She wasn't talking about Momoa. Of course, you know, yeah, because. <laughs> Cause you know me, you've seen me in person before with my long flowing mane and no, no, and your tribal uh, tattoos right. and, yes, and all that yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. I, and I like the guy, you know. I mean, he actually—you got a glimpse of him in Batman v Superman. You got uh, Justice League, where you got a lot more of him, and he really—I thought he was pretty impressive in that, even though the movie didn't quite live up to all the hype. So now he's got his own, and I think it's going to be – I think it looks great. We'll find out tonight. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, uh, yeah, but Mary Poppins Returns, uh, yes, I, I would imagine it's going to get quite a bit of business on uh, Wednesday and Thursday before Aquaman opens. Yeah,
1: probably. But
6: you have to – I mean, this movie has a lot going for it in terms of uh, you know, a general appeal, but also award season. It's, it's getting a lot of notices so far, so we'll find out.
1: Indeed. But I've seen it,
6: and I, and I loved it. I thought it was a great movie.
1: I'm glad to hear that, because we need... Well, I have, what, 12? Don't I have 12 straight days off?
0: hmm Do you oh really? My God. God. I don't even it's know we're going to... It's been gonna...
1: a century since I've had that Wonderful, much time off. we'll survive it. I thought every day was <laughs> a day off for you.
4: Keep away from fentanyl. <laughs> yeah.
7: Right.
1: yeah. Honest yeah. to God, you let one of well, them
7: in <laughs> One
4: thing I, I will say again? is that yeah.
1: it is... <laughs>
7: oh, I I not I can't I can't first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tavlar,
4: do you go back to Osceola for Christmas? Uh, no, I go to Hutchinson, Minnesota, and then I'll go to Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. I don't have any uh, family back. Oh, in that's Osceola, right, Hutchinson. Hutchinson yep. is a nice town.
7: man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't really there, nice but
4: day. it's a nice visit.
1: Here we go. There's not enough black people in Hutchinson. You're such a racist. It's unbelievable. That's why you come in here with all. of There's nothing but black people in here. That's the reason. <laughs> but in any case, I was just going to ask the question. Oh, I do want to ask a question of everybody, and particularly Tim and, and Joe. Um, you you want to jump in on this? The, Tim, obviously. Is The Rock's career just about over as an actor?
5: Why would that be? Every
1: Ooh. movie is exactly the oh, same yeah. movie. Uh, I know, but
6: they like him.
1: But they he's do. a nice he's, guy, oh, yeah, and so. Fun, but it's the same
3: he, thing.
6: Name an he actor the that's bad. not... With, no, that's true. Yeah. Right, he he's hit the wall with the last couple movies, which is not good. Terrible. But you get him in um, a movie like, and they're making another Jumanji. Um, yeah. You got him doing a movie with Jason Statham called Hobbs and Shaw, which is a Fast and Furious spinoff. Yeah. He's going to be back. He'll be back. Um, I think I like he's him. spreading himself too thin, though, because there is a TV show that he's hosting. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's uh, right. Yeah, the yeah. Gladiator yeah. show or whatever I no, it is.
7: Really?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh.
6: I think he's overexposing himself, but I I honestly, when you get him in formula movies that, look, man, those last few Fast and Furiouses, the the last one didn't make as much as the one before, but it still made over a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, I don't think he's done. He's just in a rut. Well, you when know, you you're sit, gonna overexpose yourself? Next time you sit down a... with
1: him, tell him that Tevin wants to fight him. I would not fight the Rock. <laughs> no. Not not not. That dude
0: is huge. He's, he is, he a, big
1: is fella. a Massive human being. I have uh, only talked to him once, and he's a hell of a nice man. Why really yeah, do Actors
0: keep doing game shows. I don't understand.
5: Easy money. Yeah, probably.
0: But isn't part of acting that they can't? They don't have to do the day-to-day grind. <laughs>
5: Mm. Yeah, right,
7: but
4: he's—he's. He's, see, here's what I give the Rock credit for. You guys see that he's overexposing himself. He's seeing that all careers are limited. So right. you take as much money as they'll give you right now, and then he's creating new off- offshoots. So when people get rock fatigue, yeah. he's got his hand in TV, yeah, movies, books, <laughs> music, wrestling. He's everywhere. So he's mm. got income streams for eternity. So, so when we get tired of seeing the Rock in a movie. I said he just released like a headphone, workout headphone
2: line as well. So he's got like all the fitness stuff. So yeah, he's, he's everywhere. Yeah. we take a break. We'll, we'll be right back to... in two minutes right after okay. this, Tom Bernard you?
1: Tom Bernard, here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night. And you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. One Mr. Grinch. Okay, what's his name?
5: Thurl Ravenscroft.
4: Very good, Thurl wow. Ravenscroft. Very, very, very we good. We weren't good in tandem, Andy. <laughs> uh, yep. You damn right.
5: <laughs> yes, all right. What's a? It's an interesting name.
0: It
4: is. He was the original voice of Tony the Tiger. Yes, he was. He was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was They're indeed.
5: great. They're great. Right. So, what kind of name? Thurl must be like Icelandic. He has a couple of albums out there. He's singing. He He's yeah. a good singer, yeah. actually.
7: Oh. Yeah,
1: he is a good singer. I'll be home for, for, for. <laughs> That's
0: a professional God. wrestler version right there. Well yeah, apparently the he's
5: God. he was born in Nebraska. Oh. He was indeed. very similar to Iceland. A lot of thoroughs coming out of Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: he's still alive, isn't he? No, he's very British oh, did he? Long thirteen years ago. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know
5: that. I yeah. always liked him a well, lot. I mean, he had him
1: on the show one time He's a very nice guy.
5: Even thirteen years ago, he was ninety one, so even if really? he didn't die back then. He would be
0: 104. He, he could be alive. He Ta- be on his
5: way out today. Technically, he could be alive, but not like Is he alive?
4: I
1: love it. There's no
4: question. I like that meme that says, of course, he's in a bad mood. For 45 minutes, people are singing about how horrible you are. That puts you in a bad <laughs> <That's> place, too. <true. laughs> Very true.
5: Oh, um, yeah. they. Did you know that they made a sequel to The Grinch? Yes. I know there was yeah, a, a sequel right now. to the book. No, 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 I mean like a literal sequel. Oh, they did? Yep. What's, moved, it called? Uh, what's it called? The it Grinch is two? called Halloween is Grinch Night. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Halloween oh. is
1: Grinch Night. And Then there's what? a third part too. It's called Tom on Fentanyl or whatever that <laughs> stuff was. Yeah. Vicodin. Yeah, is that what probably it was? Probably it's Vicodin. Get away from me, you son of a! Uh, it's, seriously. Mm. It was like, kind of like me on too much alcohol. Kind
0: of. Mm. I know.
5: Mom doesn't like it either.
0: Taking no, it. No, it, I it makes me stuff.
1: really sick. It, it makes it me does.
0: feel terrible.
1: I didn't hurl, but I thought it was coming close. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Nice voice, by the way. Thanks for shoving a tube down my throat. Well. So I told him, I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> I could be in Godfather Part 5.
5: Five? Yeah. Did they make a
1: four? No. I was going to say, <laughs> what? Not yet, not Well, they talked like about it. it. I know they have talked yeah. about making a four. Three was not very good. People didn't like it. Three was okay for what it it was. was. Coppola
6: Coppola was smart after that for not making three. Not making four, because I think he got the picture with three. Mm. And there was a lot of pressure for him to make that third one.
1: You know what the pressure Uh, was? He was
6: broke. Right. Well, that. yeah, Yeah. he's had problems with that in the past. Oh yeah, Zoetro went bankrupt, I know, and Zoetro his studio. Right. Yep.
1: Hmm. It's not good when you make. Movies that make hundreds of millions of dollars and you go broke. Not a good plan. There's a
4: really good documentary I just watched on uh, Netflix called De Palma.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And it's oh, a yeah. really
4: good documentary really good. talking about Brian De Palma and how his career worked and how these pieces fit. And it's just like how many failures he'd have. But then when he'd hit, it was like a gold mine. Yep. And he could do no wrong with some things, but then there were you know, it was funny to hear him talk about a few of the movies he passed on. Mm-hmm. But that they had this tight knit relationship. It was Scorsese and, and De Palma and Spielberg and Lucas right. and Right. That was another yeah, big name in the there. And but they would giants like
0: Giants of Hollywood it When they were ahead.
4: doing um Scarface. Yeah. He's like, Ah, I need some help and like so Spielberg's there helping him figure out scenes and Scorsese'd weigh in and they were doing it. So it's kinda cool that there was this collaboration effort back then. And I don't think you see that anymore.
1: Why didn't they collaborate on vinyl? One of the worst TV shows in the history of television. Did it
0: get picked up again?
1: No. Of see, no.
4: No. That that guy, thing I think it terrible. made one season. It Wasn't was that bad. with uh, Bobby? Uh... Yeah. yeah, Bobby Cannavale. Yeah. Terrible. Know, we he was ruined to me after it. It after bad. Boardwalk
1: Empire. I never. I watched that for one season. I couldn't stand yeah. it. But, Look, they can pretend all they want that a guy who's three foot one is a tough guy, but I can't watch it. It's Come on.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's how Edward G. Robinson, Jimmy Kagan, yeah. and Bogart all made their careers. It's right? true.
1: Yeah, all of them did, and they were all about five five. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but on the big screen, they looked a lot bigger.
4: But speaking yeah. of classic movies, how about Stan and Ollie? I do want to see Stan yeah. and Ollie. No doubt
1: about
6: yeah, it. I um, afraid yeah. I would that's
4: going to be weird.
6: weird. You know, anyway. it's not, though. And w- what I really like about it is. It does, it's not a note-for-note note, uh, look at their, them making the music box or anything like that. The movie is actually about, um, you, you see a bit of way out west, and then oh, it skips it. ahead a number of years to when their movie career was essentially done, and they were trying to revive their career by doing a stage show in Europe and oh, them yeah. traveling across yeah. Europe mm. and trying to find financing for their big film comeback. So what it does is it, it takes a look at a part of their career that not a lot of people know about, which I thought was a brilliant move because it showed that these guys, and and, and brilliantly played, by the way, by Steve Coogan and John C. Reilly. Oh,
7: yeah. Um, phenomenal.
6: It shows that they really did. They weren't a couple of has-beens by any stretch. These guys were brilliant really, up until the end. So, um, yeah, I, I like that. You know, you're taking that approach instead of, well, let's look behind the scenes of the making of this, 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 and this. No, no, it takes a look at something that, a, a part of their career that people don't really know about. And you're and Riley, I mean, it's, first of all, it's amazing how much Coogan looks like Stan Laurel. Right. But John C. Riley with prosthetics, it's amazing yeah. how he is, he is, Oliver Hardy. I mean, these guys channel Stan and Ollie like you wouldn't believe. So, oh my gosh. My, my question is, it, it's a is, great movie. Though,
0: uh, who even knows, I mean, who's going to go gonna see this? That. I mean, they're, right, they Pete, were around people. a million yeah. years ago. I mean, but with well, that said,
4: Chaplin, you know, Robert Downey Jr. did Chaplin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was it? Yes. 15 years ago. And you could say the same for Chaplin in the yeah, sense that a lot absolutely. of people that movie really did well.
6: Hmm. But, well, you know, I had the opportunity to talk with Riley, which will be Name more dropper. when the film comes out wide. Right. And, uh, yeah, what am I, I going to do? Hey, but I want to tell a story about this because I said the same thing to him. I said, you know, I love this because there is a generation that doesn't know who the hell uh, yeah. Stan and Ollie she, are. No, no, However, because, because my sons want to see the movie because... John C. Riley's in it. Yep. That opens up the gateway for people, you know, these younger generations. And and, and he said that's exactly why he did the movie. Huh. You know, he's not saying, Well, look who I am, I'm John C. Riley. He's just saying, I love these guys so much. I wanted to play this role and if you know, my work help gets people in the door, great. That's gonna help them discover these people that have influenced me and Thousands of other comedians that are out there. I
1: loved it when I was a kid. Laurel and Hardy, Three Stooges, W.C. Fields. That stuff was, what, 40 or or 50 years old by the time I even saw it. But I will tell you what. We could not get away with most of that stuff nowadays because, well, W.C. Fields. I can't remember which movie it was, but he's working at a grocery store, and a blind man comes in and starts browsing by knocking stuff off the shelves with his
7: cane. It was phenomenal. <laughs> oh it was browsing. Phenomenal. He was
1: browsing, knocking stuff off the shelf. You couldn't do that now. There's
6: no way. Now, growing up in Minnesota with the three channels... Um, did you I got a lot of my uh Santa and, and Ollie stuff John with Gallus. John gallop mm-hmm. Yep, loved him. Yeah. My dad would watch
0: that every Sunday loved morning.
6: Them. Sunday morning. Yep. yep. Were you
1: watching when the so three quarter inch plywood tipped over and hit him in the back of the head?
6: <laughs> yes, oh, yes. I, and I've seen video that of happened. that too.
1: There there's a there was a piece of eight by four three and three quarter inch plywood behind with a picture of stan and ollie on it and you could see as a listener because it was a live show that it kind of disconnected from the wall and stood there for a second then all of a sudden went mm, and hit him right in the back
0: Uh, i bet you that prop manager got fired (laughs) oh
6: man that could not have felt good no yeah it 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 was great, and, and, and that's where, of course, where I was exposed to, you know, got to see the music box, although, right. uh, you know, Lastman, after I did my preview where I mentioned it on KQ, Lastman right. asked me, well, did they do the music box? But they no, obviously they don't, but there is a great, they allude to it in a great sequence. So, you know, you do get a bit of the classic stuff in a sense, <laughs> but, again, it's, it's really the, the, the only thing that you really get in detail is Way Out West. Uh, apart from that, you really don't get any of the other uh, classic Stan and Ollie stuff. Although you do get it because they replicate some of these these um, acts when they're on the stage. Which, imagine that. Could you imagine having the opportunity to see those two live doing their classics? Oh, stage? God.
1: Would have been phenomenal.
6: Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, that's what was so amazing yeah. to me about the Marx Brothers. They would take the show on the road and yep. do it as a stage show until they got it honed, and then they'd go film it as a movie. Right. And brilliant. Yeah, I mean, what a, what a creative and great way to get it out to the public and test to see where the laughs really lie, because then in a movie you don't know what the audience is going to react to.
1: Catherine and I just watched Sons of the Desert, which is one hour mm. long. It's a full-length movie, but it's one hour long. And there is a scene in there where Stan Laurel's wife... Goes duck hunting in Beverly Hills.
0: Oh, that's how old that movie she is. She comes back in like a fur coat, and she's been duck hunting, and she's a hat. She's been duck hunting
1: in Beverly Hills. It's like okay. Where's but your I... wife?
0: Oh, she's been. She's out duck hunting. <laughs> be back Down. tomorrow.
5: It's phenomenal. It's just. That's how much the world has changed. It's just. Well, if you know. want to go even older, there's a new movie. Uh, they shall not grow old. Do you know about that?
6: No, I know of. I haven't seen it, but Peter Jackson. um, Oh yeah, it's a documentary. Mm
5: -hmm. It's about World War uh, One, not two, for once. Oh god!
6: And that's what I love about guys like now. Peter Jackson did the Lord of the Rings, but what he does is he puts, takes his influence, and he gets things like this made. Right. That's what these guys should be doing. They they use their clout much in the way Eastwood. You never would have seen that movie had if Eastwood weren't attached. Mm. But so I'm glad that you guys, guys like Peter Jackson doing what he's doing. And the truth of the matter is the film's only going to be in theaters for a couple, a couple event showings. Oh, is that right? Um, Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it it's great. So, no, I have not seen the film, but, you know, hopefully, you know, obviously he's going to raise a lot of uh, he's bringing history back. to yeah. people, Much in the way that they're doing it with Stan and Ollie. I um, love it. Oh, and I should note quickly, Tom, because I'm glad you mentioned the runtime of Sons of the Desert. Mm-hmm. This film, Stan and Ali, is only 96 minutes long. And mm. I don't know if that was done on purpose, but it is a shorter movie, too. Love it. Um, in a way, so. But uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing uh, Jackson's documentary.
7: Yeah. yeah.
5: One interesting thing about it is that it's mostly using actual footage of World War One from an archive uh, that mostly hadn't been seen before by anyone except the archivists. They don't do the mustard gas and all that, do they? Mustard gas? Do they have? Was in that in World, World War One? Yep. I'm Ooh, assuming so. I don't know.
1: See, every time that France gets a little cocky with their, this is what the United States should do. If it weren't for you, there would have been no World War II. You dumb bastards! Mm. Seriously, they treated Germany like dirt and crushed them under their heel, and that's, that's why there was World War II. True, they
5: did go that's a little a nuts fact. in World War I.
1: So settled. Oh man, they were massacring people. Well, it's like Vietnam, napalm.
4: Good God! You know what makes me wonder? Uh, with movies, you look at things like it took how long to tell a Bohemian Rhapsody story? Now that band is still a relevant band hmm Right? You're doing a story about Stan and Ollie 60 years after their death, right? Yeah, is that, well, that's pretty much... The, not super yeah. relevant The Reels anymore. Channel did this um, kind of documentary reenactment deal of Prince that uh, oh, Cassie yeah. showed me the other day. The guy that played Prince is creepy good. I mean, looks like really? him, acts like him. So I'm wondering, you know, I mean, his, he was, his music will always be something, but he was huge 30 years ago. Mm-hmm and and he's been gone a few years how long do we wait to see a prince biopic that'll come out do we have to yeah. does he have to be gone 20 years before they they do that and then yeah. you know in some of these cases i'd like to see the stories a little bit closer to the to yeah. the time of their lives i'm surprised it hasn't happened already
7: i
6: think, I think dave that we're going to see it sooner than later and the reason i say that is obviously with the whole deal with prince's estate it seems like whoever who who has who looks over his estate now? Is it his family, yeah. his siblings, half-sibling? I don't know what, who d- does, but it seems to me that, obviously, we're seeing a lot of reissues. We're seeing um, a lot of, of recordings never heard or never – we never thought we would hear them because Prince wasn't going to release them. All of a sudden, we're getting that stuff now, too. I think because they are opening <laughs> up so much of his estate to people – that we're going to see the, they're going to grant that right for somebody to film it sooner than later. I, I just think so.
1: Who's the one that came up with the great idea that they opened up Prince's Vault and all they found were covers of Billy Joel songs?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the Onion story, I it was think. The onion. Yeah. Like it
1: was the Onion. <laughs> Billy Joel covers. <laughs> yes. Well, better
6: than finding what they found in uh, Al Capone's vault with uh, Geraldo Rivera. And they don't know, f- what they find there?
4: A Pepsi bottle. Yeah, a couple of whiskey <laughs> bottles and some bottle That's caps, it, yeah.
1: Too. You know, what's three weeks? What is it? Three weeks from today, as a matter of fact, Elvis Presley would have turned 84. Mm. He should still wow. be alive, and wow. he's been dead for 40, what, two years.
0: He'd only be 84?
4: I know. 84. Can That's you believe surprising. Chris Farley's been gone over 20 years? I know.
7: that been 20 wow. years? Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah.
5: That sounds about right. Think of the last Chris Farley movie. It wasn't recent. Oh, man. Yeah, 1997, 21
1: years. Well,
0: when Andy said it sounds like Chris Farley in here, he was probably (laughs) nine, and that was right before he died. He used to call
1: in the KQ Morning Show. He he was on the air once, but he used to just call in. All right, Timmy, it's time for you to wrap it up, Buster.
6: All right, we'll talk on the queue on uh, Thursday about... Uh, Mary Poppins returns for sure, and probably Aquaman.
1: I like it. Thanks, Timmy.
6: All right. Have a great week, everybody. Tommy, we'll talk Thursday.
7: Looking forward to it. Thanks, Tim. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.